Hey, hey, welcome. Oh, episode 76 Michigan Brews. Uh, this is going to be our second Big Brew <laughs> recap episode in a row. Um, we uh, we first did the, the May 7th Big Brew uh, day with Jester Homebrew Club, and uh, this last weekend we did the, um, I, want, I think it's the biggest homebrew uh, get together, big brew day get together, uh, at least in the state of Michigan. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if it was like in the United States or really close. It was a lot of people there, but yeah, I think at one time it was, it was pretty much was the biggest, uh, Matt, uh, good to see you. Uh, yeah. so you joined like uh, right as we were starting the, uh, the intro, uh, yeah, for those listening... running around like crazy the last yeah, like, no. 10 minutes. <laughs> no, it's fine, dude. No worries. <laughs> Uh, uh, for those listening later, uh, it's me, Brian, uh, right now. Um, here with Joe from uh, Pontiac Brewing Tribe, Matt uh, Ushman, who we've had on before, who was out brewing with us. Uh, Jason will probably be on at some point in time. Uh, Don from Pontiac Brewing Tribe might be here. We're uh, we're trying to get his uh, at least mic working. It looks like he might be might be going now. Hold on, let me see if I can bring him in. Now. Don, can you hear us? Yes, sir. Hey, what's How going on, go? man? All right. Hey, wow, finally. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I don't think Jason will be here tonight, but uh, I'm sorry. I don't think Jordan will be here tonight, but, yeah, we'll see. We'll see about Jason. So, uh, yeah, before we get into uh, talking about the the Big Brew Day and stuff like that, what do you what are you guys drinking? Joe, what you got? I got a Best Bitter. Your Best Bitter? My Best Bitter, yeah. Your Best Bitter. The one that's being packaged. For NHC? For NHC, yes. Excellent. Yeah, we were talking about that before the, the show. For anybody listening live, um, as a reminder, National Homebrew Competition shipping, uh, I think they start receiving tomorrow, and they go through the next two weeks. So something like June 3rd. So get your beer out, um, and good luck if you're entering. I think I have seven things in, too, and I'll be down at NHC with uh, yeah this year as well. So we'll see. Yeah. So you'll be spending a lot more on me than me on uh, getting that. It's like one more package. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see. Don, what you got? You got your glass. I'm drinking uh, Jason's favorite uh, hams, and it's Monday night. <laughs> I got a fridge next to hams next to me, too, so I might uh, might have to dip into that in a little bit. He's the one that got me hooked onto that. It's like, man, for a Monday night, it's a good here. drinker. So I've got some other stuff, too. Some uh, One of the other guys went out to uh, Wisconsin and uh, – Got some new Glarus, mm-hmm. uh, their their cabin fever yada. Anyway, so we're breaking into that later. Their uh, their sours are ridiculous. I love their sours. I wish yeah. they would come to Michigan. I know. <laughs> well, for, hopefully, they pull a shorts and uh, they say you know Wisconsin forever, and then you know, sort of yeah, sort of go back on that. <laughs> we'll see. What do you got, Matt? Uh, yeah, just drinking the uh, pale ale, blonde, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah. I made it as a blonde, but it's definitely more hoppy. Um, so good feedback overall, Brian, on that. I think I'm going to submit that as a pale ale. I, I um, think so. Yeah, and and uh, I'm I'm actually planning on making a best bitter actually next. So uh, oh sweet. I'm I'm oh. uh, I, I that's the one that did the best when I submitted last year. I think it like averaged like a 34 ish between all the competitions and all the submissions. Awesome. So I need to tune in a little bit. It was lacking on a lot of the the bitterness and the aroma category, so I'm gonna tune it this year and see if I can do better this year. That's a Hang hard on. one. That's yeah, a hard one. People are either switch to like bitter, or you're missing like malty caramel caramel notes. Yep. 
it's really hard to please a judge on that one, I think. I'm just going to tweak it by like 15 IBUs. It's like a tiny little tweak, and I'll see what happens. <laughs> well, uh, hang out after the show for a little bit, and uh, maybe we can talk to Joe about brewing uh, the best beer. Yeah. I've never brewed one before, so I kind of want to hear oh. uh, about that a little bit. Should we talk club. about it at the end of the store? I don't know. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> What's this that guy club. Pardon me, uh, Bill Groves does a, a bitter. He, we always say, "What do you brew, Bill? It's either bitter or we heavy, and they're both world class." So, yeah, is we heavy is killer for sure. Yeah, it's uh, Michigan Beer Cup gold medal last year, I believe, at the Homebrew Festival. Excellent, very nice. Well, yeah, and speaking about the beer cup, uh, entries for that I think are going to start in about a month. So, twenty fourth, Michigan yep. Beer Cup, June twenty fourth. Through uh, July fifteenth. Thank you. Yes. Then uh, um, the judging is going to be at the Rochester Mills Production Brewery there, um, August. Um, I want to say it's the first weekend in August. Six yeah. and seven. Yeah, I think that's right. Six, six and seven. So um, go to Michigan Beer Cup their website and judge and steward and all that stuff. We never have enough people to, uh, <laughs> to do that. Um, yeah. And the story yeah, is going to be in July. So anyway, go to the website for all their uh, information, but the 6th and 7th of August, at, if you're in Southeast Michigan, um, head up to Rochester Mills to help us out, bring a judge or judging. It's a, it's fun. You get to taste the good, the bad, and um, sometimes the ugly. It is. Sure. I, if you've, if you've never, uh, even if you don't want to judge or you can't judge, um, stewarding, you'll get to, you'll get to taste more beers than, than, uh, you would you might judge even anyway, get but... to taste like the best of shows. And that's kind of what I dig. You, Cause, you know, and then you kind of know what styles and what, what are winners in there. I think they're doing totally meads and cider separately. So they're going to have best of show meat and cider and then also best of show beers. So, Yep. Anyway. Um, yeah, you know, all, all points are going towards the uh, the clubs for the Michigan uh, Beer Cup the same way that they have in uh, in previous years. But yeah, I believe that they're doing uh, for the sake of like BJCP points, uh, two separate competitions and two separate yep. best of shows and stuff like that. So. Stewarding gets your points too if you're if you're into that. You know, every time you volunteer, uh, you get points toward the you know BJCP. So it, it, plus, it's much appreciated. And it keeps events like that going. We will uh, definitely have some keepers uh, coming up there this year. I think this will be our first year helping awesome. out with that. So, and will not be the last. So, yeah. Oh, we trip. always say if you if your club enters um whatever percent um please have your member show up in that percentage. Yep. As we've yeah. had in the prep in the past, where like seven hundred beers and like one club does 40 or 50 percent and the only two guys show up it's like hmm what's wrong with that picture anyway that's that's been us in the past so we're, we're trying to make I'm not, not you guys just anyway <laughs> um so yeah big brew day um how about you guys tell us about uh maybe how this event started or how long it's been going on any details you want to share about it um well we started um over at the Rochester Mills Pub in downtown Rochester. Oh, my first year in the club was 2011, and that was the last year we did Big Brew Day over there behind the building, if you're familiar with the pub over there in Rochester. Yeah. And then um, they moved over in 2012 to where we're, where you guys were at Saturday at 
the uh, production facility in Auburn Hills. So this is our 11th year we just did Saturday over there. Um, and originally we wanted to, because everybody brews with their club on the first Saturday in May. So we mm -hmm. said, hey, guys, let's do something the Saturday before. So uh, we did that, and then you can brew with your home, homebrew club um, the first Saturday in May. So that's how I originally got started. And then we just got shit weather every year. <laughs> Our motto was sleet or shine <laughs> last Saturday in April. So we finally, COVID, if there's anything good that came out of COVID, it was, we moved it to uh, like the third Saturday in May. So, and the last year's, last year was steam bath. And this year was a rain fest and um, kind of, it turned out well in the end, but I, yeah. I heard you guys were flooded over there and, <laughs> yeah. <In the> corner. <laughs> yeah, we were telling Joe about that before the show. It was uh Yeah. Yeah, the parking lot's a little wonky back there, but <laughs> we know for next year now. Yes. Yeah, when you guys put over in the corner over there, yeah, we'll we'll get you a prime spot next year, Brian. Okay. All right. We'll put you right <laughs> front and center. Um but yeah, it's we had uh, what 70 plus brewers on Saturday. We just did some calculations. It was just about 650 gallons were brewed on Saturday. Wow. That's give awesome. or take. So yeah, that it was fun. Um, of course we had, you know, we had speed bump. We were down about six um, members for Saturday volunteering. Mm -hmm. Just a lot of stuff happened. COVID and some other medical. I mean, it was just a, whatever could go wrong, went wrong, but we still yeah. pulled it off. You did. Yeah. I, I mean, having you having said that, I don't really feel like, uh, there was anything wonky or amiss. Uh, everything felt really smooth the entire day. Um, yeah. Yeah. The Miss Dick thing was unfortunate. Um, that building at going again, oh, that property is for sale. And I guess we didn't have permission to be property manager saw us on the cameras. And so that's kind of how that, that's the first time it's ever happened. Gotcha. So that won't happen again. We'll, you know, do diligence and all that. And so, you know, devil's in the details of the, as it always is. And there was still plenty of room to park. I mean, yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No so we packed in 125 before and they were out of the grass out back there. And so, yeah. Yep. It was a fun, great, it, you know, once the rain stopped, it was a great day. And uh, we had a great raffle, great turnout, um, just old friends coming back. I think we had about 12 or 13 homebrew clubs out there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jason and I were, were commenting on that. We saw uh, quite a few clubs that we didn't even recognize, you know. Right. Um, yep. you know, and some of them didn't have their have their banners up. You know, Genesee area brewers out of Flint, Fab, Flint area brewers were there. Um, Cast River was there. KGB, I know Kraft was there. You guys were there. Um, off the top of my head, anyway. The Gray so Cat group from Warren with a little small group. Oh, yeah, Gray Cat. Yeah. 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 Some group there. over there, yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're like a mile away from me. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. We met those at um, Loaded Dice uh, Brewing in uh, in uh, Madison Heights there, uh, Gary and uh, Gordy's place. And we met, they uh, meet in a garage in Warren. They're, they're just like a garage brewing uh, club. And they're called Grey Cast. And they finally showed up this first year, I believe. They were there. So it's kind of cool. We, uh, we first met them at the Michigan Homebrew Festival last year. They had a a little setup, uh, kind of yes. across the way from us, I think. I remember that, Brad. Yeah, yeah. I think there's only like for a day, but three, four members, maybe something like that. Five. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think so. 
they do an Oktoberfest party, which I went to, and it's pretty wild. Like they oh, have their really? whole backyard set up like a beer garden. <laughs> uh, their jockey boxes go on music. I guess they've been doing it for like uh, eight, ten years. Wow. Yeah, it was a nice setup. Yep, the snobs over there too. I forgot to mention the snobs. That's um, a lot of our guys that are plenty of green trap are also snobs. So they meet at Rustic Leaf out in Waterford, Michigan. There. Okay. Yeah, I didn't okay. see their banner. I, I normally, it's it's normally hard to miss. <laughs> right, right. Well, there, one of their the guys that have the banner he had foot surgery. So like, so there was a lot of medical. Oh. It was like a we were like a mash unit last week. <laughs> Seriously, I don't want to go into all the medicals, but it was like, oh my god. This guy's out. That guy's out. It's like, oh, you're killing us. No. For, for the most important weekend it, in the in the year. In the end, it was a great day. It turned out sunny. Uh, we had, had some great raffle prizes, sponsors, and uh, all that good stuff. So, yeah, Matt, you won something, right, from the raffle? Yeah, I got a just a pass to the uh, the Michigan Beer Fest thing. Uh, so that'll be fun because it will save me a little bit of money. Yeah, but I was I was blown away uh, by the sponsors you guys had. You had some really nice gear to give away, uh, so I was really impressed with how you pulled all that together. Um, do you guys just reach out and do stuff, or are they familiar with the event where they kind of just let you know to reach back out when? Um, when event we we have a, a small but mighty crew that um, solicits, and uh, we've built relationships over the last few years, and and um, it was a little bit tougher this year. The supply chain, the stainless steel stuff, was hard to get. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever, you know, for whatever reason, it was harder to get, um, some of the stuff, but, um, if you reach out, um, a lot of people want to know, we, we give a portion of our stuff away to charity. So a lot of the, um, when you reach out to them, they Hey, what do you do for the community? What do you do for charity? Yada, yada. So mm-hmm. that helps a lot. Plus we have repeat, we've been like some of those Delta brewing, it's probably mm-hmm. about the fifth year they've been sending stuff to us. Bell's Larry Bell has a uh, has a, a soft spot for homebrew clubs, so he always sends stuff. It just, I guess, it's relationship building over the last you know eleven years, and we just keep building on it. So yeah. Wow. And does Rochester Mills just do that for free, like the whole hosting, or is that yeah. just somebody? Oh wow, that's impressive. Yep. Yep. That's our home. That's where we meet. So um, we've been. Eric Brigham um, is the head of operations there. He was a brewer there. He was a brewer at uh, Rochester Mills Pub downtown. He was a brewer at Big Brew. So we kind of followed him around. We, we stalked him, so to speak, we say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, yeah, they let us um, brew out back. They donate the, the hops and the grains and, obviously, the yeast um, every year. So, yeah, it works out well. Yeah. It's fun. And we do – uh, we do a lot for them too. All um, when they used to have October pre-COVID, we we volunteer. The club would brew for um, Oktoberfest, and then Fire and Ice was a, a Oakland County, Michigan thing. Friday, Saturday, Sunday over there in the mills, a tent outside and Fire and Ice and all that. So we we put in about two hundred hour two hundred hours that weekend. So we'd volunteer for them. It's a give and take, and it's it's a great relationship to be honest. Yeah, yeah. that's really cool. So uh, yeah. I- I guess we should mention too, um, like Matt was saying, uh, when you first signed up to do Big Brew Day, uh, you basically have the option to enter in how many pounds of, uh, you know, a certain selection of grains you want, um, how many ounces of a certain selection of hops you want, and then they have a house yeast to use. 
and uh we we brought just a little bit of grain ourselves we we brewed a Meritson. um but uh you could go out there and brew entirely for free easily uh with all the ingredient selection that they had um yep and, it's and, a house she's 1272 american ale i believe it okay cool and you bring your sanitized growler out there and you I don't know if they fill it like halfway full or whatever, more than enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year we did base grains only. We used to mix, we used to do specialty and mix it all together, but we're, we trying to keep it um, simpler. And um, also we we work with loaded dice and they gave 10% off specialty grains. Oh, or if you mentioned big brew day. So we did base grains only. It makes it easier for us. We're doing a hundred batches. You know, we get Wednesday night, we're up there till, you know, from six to eight thirty, doing the six, the seventy or eighty um, grain bills plus the, all the hops that you saw in the baggies and lunchies, oh, and we do yeah. all that. So it's labor intensive, but you know what? It's a labor of love for us. It really is. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, it was really nice just to walk in and have our entire uh, you know grain bill just in a bag ready for us to, yes. to mash in yeah. with, and hot water. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, absolutely, and- it's it's um. It's a great, uh, it's a great thing. It really is. <laughs> Do you have a, so speaking of beer styles and stuff like that, um, you said there was probably around 650 gallons of beer brewed out there. Do you have any yep. sense of, uh, based on what people registered, uh, do you have any sense of, uh, like how many styles of beer, uh, were brewed? Oh, or... Brian, you're going to make me dig into the, <laughs> no, no, you don't have to into the paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty wide selection then. Well, I could, uh, let me, you want me to read some of them? Yeah, hell yeah, sure. Uh, West Coast Session, a Smash, a Saison, uh, Maybach Crisp Ginger Elderberry Ale. Wow. Uh, let's see, uh, Dippa Cinnamon Vanilla Maple Stout. Here's one for you. Half will be uh, New England IPA, half will be Blood Orange New England IPA. Mm. Oh, okay. So cherry says on, uh, let me know when you want me to stop. Double cream, white stout, fruit IPA. Wow. I've never heard of anything right yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> blonde, here's one. Blonde ale, t- similar to Day Blazer from New Belgium. Okay. Uh, mm. Okay. A Marzen and a double IPA. That's just name a few. That's going to be cool. Wow. So yeah. That's great. And so there's a competition for these uh, too, right? In in a way, it's like a yeah. uh, yes a hedonistic competition. Joe, you want to talk about that? Yeah, how's that work? July ninth. Uh, yeah, so we uh, we come back to the mills uh, July 9th. There's a brewer's choice and there's a people's choice. So uh, everybody shows up their jockey box, whatever they have to serve their beer, and uh, you're set up at a table kind of like a circular table everybody has their own spot and then uh general public is allowed in so the people's choice of general public friends of the brewers uh and then uh do the vote on that then the brewer's choice is strictly the brewers that bring their beer and they vote for other brewers who brewed brewed that day yeah last saturday only the brewer's choice is the only guys that are allowed to vote Cool. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know. And then there's that. people's choice, which everybody, anybody who shows up can brew for, or I'm sorry, vote for any beer. And then the brewer's choice, the brewer's choice is really the kind of the, uh, the king of, cause like it's all the guys who are out back judging everybody else's beer. 
you got first, second, third, and a couple of honorable mentions. So, and last year we've had it before where uh, People's Choice and, and uh, Brewers Choice um, the same beer won first place on wow. both. So, yeah, wow. yeah. It, uh, big surprise. It was like a uh, cherry wheat. So you know, fruit seems to be big uh, in the summertime. Yep, fruit beer. Anyway, no doubt. So that's how it works. Um, first place for Brewers Choice is a spike. Joe is a spike kettle, about $250 value for Brewer's Choice. Yeah, yeah with all the fittings, with the, the thermometer and the, the valve on there. Yeah, it comes out to around $250, $260. And then for People's Choice, it's a brand new ball lock, 175 uh, keg. And then second place for both categories is a free Michigan Humber Festival Pass. That's a great prize. So, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and on and on and on. So, yeah, that's July 9th, uh, we, about 1230. It's if you guys are listening or watching, um, watch for the uh, email blast as we get closer. The only thing we ask is if, don't bring any beers you didn't brew out back because we have records of it. We had previous years where guy brings a, a barrel-aged uh, Imperial Stout in and uh, he listed an IPA for Brewery Day. So don't be that oh, guy, please. Yeah. Don't be that guy. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, we, we, we've eliminated probably 99% of that. I think so, we talked about the last show. That's how the brewer's choice came about. It's because yes. uh, it was just strictly people's choice and people were bringing in the, a random group of just tons of their friends. And that uh, was, yeah, it was the Facebook awards. Yeah. Yep. Basically. So anyway, live and learn every year. So. Well, thank you for putting it on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I said, it's a lot of fun. It's it really is. Um, I think we've decided this year is going to be our last year doing food because um, it's a that's we want to concentrate on not doing you know we we'll, we want to support a food. We're going to bring in a couple one or two local food trucks from now and just make it easier on us. Mm-hmm. So you guys, uh, yeah, you you provided food this year. Well, not provided, but you sold food this. What what did you have out there? Um, actually, Joe, we, we bought um, uh, pork butts, pork shoulders. Joe took some home, smoked them on his smoker. Another member smoked them. So it's all home, you know, homegrown. Uh, and we brought it in, put it in trays. And uh, so, yeah, it, yep. it was uh, a smoke pulled pork sandwich with uh, some better made chips, um, a pickle and bottled water for six bucks. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good stuff, and it was a yeah. good deal. <laughs> People yeah. seem to enjoy it, and, but it's you know it's a lot of work. So we're gonna we're gonna we're on the simple path now. We're like guys, we need to you know focus on we wanna we wanna have fun too rather than work all day. I didn't even have a chance to get over and talk to you guys hardly. So it's all right. Yeah, that, but yeah, you, I want I wanted to be fun for you too. Yeah, you, there, there's no it sucks to host something and then not, not be able to enjoy it and stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah. yeah I enjoy it. It's just, you know, like I said, we were down about six members, um, you know, who bust their ass that day. And so, but we got through it and, uh, I'm just glad you guys came out. That was, that was cool that you guys were out there. We're, we're going to make uh, it a year thing now. Brought some, uh, eyeballs and, uh, emails to yeah, your, uh, podcast. Because we didn't, we didn't really walk around and do all that. So, Oh, Joe, I hear you. Where's Jason? You video. Yeah, he'll be he'll be on, I guess. Supposedly, he's on a. I think he's uh he's on a call right now, so I'm not I'm not sure. Um, 
We'll see. He was telling me he drove back from the UP on Saturday. He, yeah, I think uh, uh, so. We, so we were gonna stay in a hotel up there uh, Saturday night, and uh, um, it got to the point where we were just like, you know, we haven't really drank. We've been drinking water like the last, you know, hour, hour and a half. Like we're fine. Let's just go home, and uh, we just ate the hotel cost and uh, and drove home. Because, uh, again, Jason hadn't been to his house in probably like the last two weeks. I think it was out of town Jason. before that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, came back, went up north, came back down, drove out to Detroit with us or Auburn Hills. And, yeah, so we, we were just like, let's let's go to bed. Let's go home. So yes. we booked a home. <laughs> I, uh, I, we pitched the yeast out there. We let it start going in the car on the way home. and. And, nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> did you guys use the 1272 or did you bring your own? We brought our own. We, we're okay. just using 3470. Um, the idea was, again, Brian? We, we brewed an Oktoberfest. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Not a Mars or Oktoberfest. Yeah. I remember that. Okay. So we'll see. We, uh, we may have missed our last hop edition, uh, but it was a five minute edition. So we'll see. I mean, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's fine. I think it'd be good. We, we we got we got to chatting and uh, socializing too much probably. Awesome. So we started. We yeah exactly. Yeah we we you know I was I was actually surprised how little homebrew there was out there. I mean there was a there was still a good amount, but we uh, we we grabbed our howlers and growlers and, and stuff and uh, and sort of started wandering around the clubs while our boil was going on, and uh, there was maybe like a beer per canopy um that we were drinking and uh i, I don't know it, beer was allowed out there right like we were definitely yes you know okay. i've noticed, Brian, <laughs> so I've noticed... I, was, I was like were we just drinking out there and we weren't like, <laughs> <laughs> i've noticed that too and we put in the blast and all that um hey guys this is a homebrew you know uh, club event. event bring your homebrews to sample so we've noticed that a, a couple years in a row now and we're like I guess I don't know how to fix it besides like put in big, please bring your homebrews. <laughs> they are allowed. I don't know, Brian, that's a great question that we don't know the answer to because we noticed the same thing. That's all right. I mean, yeah. we started off the morning drinking hams, so it's not like we even started out that way. So, um, but did yeah. you get any of jo uh, Joe's uh, coffee brown that no. we had? I don't think so. Okay. I'm trying well, to think. Jason did or not. Um, we have a guy in the club, John Bryce. He's like 80, one of the original members. Legendary um, John Bryce's coffee brown. And Joe took the recipe and tweaked it a little bit and um, and had five gallons of it out there Saturday. And hmm. it was weird. Everybody was drinking, you know, hey, it's coffee beer. Let's drink, you know, 10 o'clock. It's okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was that yeah, so already? Anyway, yes. Was that we had somebody to travel around, so it was kind of hard. Like usually, all of us get to ch get a chance to travel around and yeah. visit people and talk. None of us really had that chance. Yeah, we were kind of in scramble mode a little bit. I mean, we we're you know at certain points we were in scramble mode, just trying to make sure everything you know was seamless, appeared seamless, so to speak. It it really appeared that way, despite you know the way you're talking about missing all the members and stuff like that. It felt super smooth. Yeah. Well, the, the electric guys were, were they were blowing oh, the uh, switch like that. every five, ten minutes. Like, oh my gosh. 
were were they finished like by the time the uh, raffle was even going on? That I don't know. I, I would wonder. Yeah, they they were saying it was going to take them like two hours to do their boil and stuff like that, just because you know, <laughs> like that stuff was happening. I feel yeah. Really bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. Normally we put them right up next to the building, but a lot of those guys came out. A couple of them came in, in early and took the electric guys' spots next to the building because obviously you got to plug in. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's when the day started right there. It's like, guys, uh, this is the electric area. Oh, we're already set up. Anyway, shit happens. And uh, <laughs> that's the, like I said, we had a lot of speed bumps through the week and Saturday, but, you know, we got through it and hopefully everybody had a good time. Did you have a good time, Matt? I'm sorry. I know uh, we've been a little quiet, like over on that front today. But Matt, come on now. <laughs> was, it, was this your first uh, Big Bird Day too? In yeah, general, at all. Ever? Yeah, yeah. No, I've never been. Uh, and same with the Michigan Homebrew Fest of last year was my first year too. So this is all relatively new to me, even though I've been brewing for a long time. Uh, just trying to get out there and meet more people. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't usually have a. I, it's pretty much just a solo hobby for me. Uh, I mean, I have. I have some family that does it like once a year, but besides that, I'm pretty much just brewing by myself um, all year. So I'm trying to, trying to, you know, maybe get involved in a club or try to meet other people in the hobby. So uh, trying to trying to expand in that way. But I overall, I thought the. I, I was really impressed with with how organized that was. Um, I really didn't know what to expect, but I, I didn't even expect that there was going to be a raffle. Um, I figured there's food trucks there. I was blown away by the food. The food was awesome. Great price. I was uh, really surprised about how willing um, the Rochester Mills is to, because that's that's relatively disruptive to, you know, and I'm sure they're still working and, and running, the, running the, uh, the, the brew house there too, to sort of have all that stuff going on. And also allowing you guys to do your thing and run this whole thing. I mean, that's really great for them to do that. I'm sure they sold a few pints as well right on that front tap room. Yep. So there's some to go to go beers and pints and all that. So it, it's a it's a win win. Um, yeah. And like I said, if we would have had more time, we could have um, hooked some people up who who two roots beers are all brewed at that production facility for the whole nation. Now they close San Diego. Plant. And so Two Roots um, Beverage Company is that they brew two IPAs and a Hellas non-alcohol beer. And that's, they brew it all there. And they got a de-alcoholized, de where there's machine. It's like a ungodly 500, six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollar machine oh in there God. that takes Jeez. the alcohol out of the beer. And then they add other stuff into it. So it would, wow. in a, in a perfect world, we'd love to give tours of that for people who are interested in, you know, tours of the brewery and, and the that machine and all that good stuff so wow. geek out so to speak that'd be super yeah. cool i so, did not know they had one of those huh. yeah, i didn't either yeah so that's you know that's we that's a perfect world so that's why we're not doing food so we can concentrate more on home brewing and you know in and paying attention to our to the people who show up and say hey you want a tour yeah sure mm. of the whole facility and all that so it yep. was a uh, for for people that have never been to like a, a big brew day before um i know we talked about this on our uh, last episode too but uh it, it's really interesting to see uh how everybody brews because you know you you sort of like you know especially maybe as, as a solo hobby matt like you you have your own way of brewing and you read about you know all these other ways of brewing and stuff like that but like you never really imagine 
all of the setups that people have, especially like ones that they will bring out and, and you know, have be portable and stuff like that. I mean, we had everything from like uh, towers of power from like Elikman mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, I, I just brought like an igloo cooler and a burner and stuff like that and everything in between uh, people doing brew in a bag, people uh, uh, batch sparging, fly sparging, like a little sprinkler system set up. I mean, it was just like, it was crazy walking around and, and seeing all that. Did you see the one with the umbrella, the tower with the umbrella on top? <laughs> no. no. The Paps, they had a Paps Blue Ribbon umbrella. It was from where you guys were at. It was on the left, kind of down the row a little okay. bit. I forget who, what club was that? But they had the tower and they had this blue umbrella. And on the top, it was like a Paps Blue Ribbon, like a uh, like a table umbrella, you know, like a patio umbrella okay. on top of it. Yeah. I wish I would have got a picture. I can't remember what brew club it was. But yes, Brian, you're you're so spot on. I mean, you see everything, every, and that's the beauty of homebrewing. There's no right or wrong answer of your system. Right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I, I'm always like kind of of the impression that there's like, you know, there's a million ways to make war. Like making war is easy, but making making beer sometimes requires a little bit more effort. You know, the the whole cold side of it and stuff like that. But even then. I mean, you're not going to be able to see people's houses and how they ferment and stuff like that. I'm sure it's just as varied and vast um, after the beer leaves Big Brew Day, too. Right. Um, that's yeah, you know, it's a great way you can make a world-class uh, beer in a bucket. It's just sure. Yeah, absolutely. What you're doing, yep. So. yep. And I'm sure there will be some. I, I, I hope that we get to come back in July. I don't know yet. Um just because of all the travel that we have going on in the next couple of months with NHC and uh, Michigan Homebrew Festival and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, Michigan yep. Beer Cup, going up to help with judging for that. And yeah, it's it's tough to get over to the east side of the state like twice a month. It's a I lot bet. of busy. That's a drive. A lot of miles. Yeah. But maybe, miles. I'll, maybe I'll make Jason drive next time. There you go. <laughs> I kind of volunteered. I know that he just got back from up north, so I figured it was uh, in everybody's best interest not to make him sit behind the wheel, too. Sure. Uh, Brandon uh, chimed in a little bit ago. Uh, sorry, I missed you earlier, but uh, he was out. He was he was our uh, third from the club, so um, he says how you know well organized it was too. And thank you. Oh, cool. Thank you to Pontiac Brewing Tribe in Rochester Mills. Yeah, awesome. yeah, absolutely a ton of hard work. You yeah, make it Don, seem easy. Don, Don's kind of streamlined it and made it better over the years, the past couple of years. So big props to Don. So he really, he kind of made this event better. It used to be kind of a one-man show kind of thing, and he's kind of made it a more of a club kind of event. So How I get a race? Do I get a race, Joe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Major race. Damn it. How would What's you say zero it's zero over the years? <laughs> like, uh, did this start off like with just maybe like you know 20, 30 people, and now it's you know, well, the, as the, many as there prizes, are. the prizes have been elevated. Um, the amount of effort that's went into it, the planning is a little bit more ahead of, ahead of schedule. So it's just more of a better event. It's more, it's been more streamlined, more uh, put together. So, yeah, to answer your question, Matt, I. Like I said, I joined in 2011. It was probably 30, 40 people over at the at the Mills Production or Mills um, Pub in downtown Rochester. It's a smaller parking lot there. And Eric used to roll a keg out there from the Mills. It was free, you know, 
hate to say free beer because that's kind of illegal, but uh, <laughs> a penny. You know, we have home brew and you roll out the keg there. And we, um, so yeah, it started out small and then um, we moved from the tribe moved from um, Rochester pub downtown to Auburn Hills when they bought that place out there. And then every year, I mean, the first year we probably had 50 people out there and then 70 and then 80 and then 90. And like I said, our record was like 123. Imagine putting 123 in there and we had like 75 last Saturday. So I, uh, it was elbow to elbow at 123. So we decided <laughs> 70 to 85 is about our sweet spot in, you know, for that area for the it space was, we have. Yeah, it was perfect when when <laughs> when I registered, I you know it said that there was like a limit of uh, of ninety people or something like that, and and I got the impression that it was a limit of like ninety groups or ninety like recipes worth of people. Yeah, ninety batches we call them. Yeah. So is it is that it? There really is a limit of like ninety. Ninety batches. was yeah, ninety was the limit, oh, okay. um, just because we didn't want ninety five and the other guys, you know, the ninety one through five show up is like hey where's my you know we we got cutoffs for and that's why we we got cutoffs for grains that's why we only do eight ounce max of hops um okay. and this is the first year like like i said we we've done only base grains and we do pills and two row 20 pounds max and we we were thinking more people would want maris otter in munich but you know what the number one between the pills two row Munich and Marisada. What do you think the number one grain was? Uh, what people wanted? I'm gonna go pills. Yeah, I'll say pills. Two row. Two row was oh, the number one. Okay. okay. Poundage. Okay. Total yeah. pounds. Because we we limited Marisada in Munich to 12 pounds. We thought, oh, everybody wants 20 pounds of Marisada, and it's more expensive. Yada yada. Mm -hmm. So we learned kind of, you know, we learn as we go. So we may bump up Marisada next year to 15 pounds. And Munich definitely twenty pounds. If someone wants twenty pounds next year, so <laughs> the, yeah. the all Munich. And, and you know, we're always looking. Let me. This is a thinker question. Um, what base grains would you want next year? Think about that and get back. Let's add Golden Promise to the mix. Golden Promise. Yep. Yeah. Going we, buck, but yeah, that's my green choice. But okay. Uh, really like Golden it. Promise and would you cut out Munich? No. No. Okay. Nah. Well, so what was the poundage of Munich? Like, I'm I'm assuming that was the Munich was twelve. Yeah. Okay. We were ten yeah. of that, <laughs> or no, we were five. But um, so yeah, we were we were debating um, between Maris Otter and Golden Promise, and we went with Maris Otter. But I don't think we can do Maris Otter and Golden Promise together. So we went Maris Otter this year, but we might go Golden Promise next year and cut out. You could cut the Munich. So Munich's not used that, obviously not that heavily if you only did 10 or 12 pounds this year. We talk about it at our meetings and we decide. So, and that was kind of the ones, you know, that we decided. So we were going to switch it up. We're going to yeah. switch it up. Yeah. So one guy did have an Andy. I don't know if he, on the, when I was on the mic, I said, guys, we want creative or um positive feedback what can we do better what can we different he had a great idea he says hey in the um in the blast out there when you when you get the hops and the grains that you know put them in the text of the email rather than you have to go to register to look at what the hops and grains are you guys get that or mine mine showed up so we didn't get hops but if i go back and look at uh um 
You have to, he said, you have to go into the reg, you know, register to find out what the hops and grains are. So next year, what we're going to do next year is we're going to in the text. Hey, um, here's the grains and hops actually in the text of the email. So you can do your recipes. It's in my email without going into the register. Yep. So we're going to do that next year. So I thought that was a great idea. We're going to do it. I'm looking at it right now and it's like right in my email. It says ingredients requested grain one, Pilsner five pounds, grain two, Munich five pounds. But you so, had to go into the register, right? After I registered, they'd sent me this confirmation email with, right, with what I requested. Right. But I'm talking about when you go on there, you go to bigbrewery.com and it pop or you oh, get the email what's blast. what's going to be available. Got it. Yeah, so you yeah. can plan your recipe yeah. before you see what's available. Yep. Okay. I see what you're we'll, saying. We'll send out like. Absolutely three weeks in advance. Hey guys, here's the hops and grains available without, without you guys having to go into the register to look and see what the hell they are. Yeah. That, that'd so, be, that'd be great. I know it's, it's, it's a technical issue, but it's a great point. So we're going to do that next year. So um, like I said, after 11 years, we're still learning. No, nah, dude, it did. It, it worked out really well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> back to my, my question kind of about the, the 90, uh, clubs thing i i didn't realize that it was actually like 90 um 90 90 batches um which makes sense that's that's how i originally thought about it but when i after i got there and after i started unloading stuff and uh, saw the space and stuff like that i was like oh my god like how are we gonna fit like 90 uh pop-ups or something like that in this parking lot so i uh I kind of understand now a little bit more like how, how everything worked and stuff like that. But how, how many uh, registered batches did you get? And like how many batches are making up that 650 gallons? Don? Drop. We lose them. We lose the down. Oh. That number is so high. We were at, I think, 70 plus this year. So, okay. Wow. I, wandering around, I, I don't recall seeing that many people, but like maybe <laughs> there were a lot of people out there growing like 15, yeah, 10, 20 gallons, 10 gallons and stuff. Yeah. larger batches. Yeah. yeah. In the past, it was pretty, pretty lined up. Like, uh, say if you go back like four or five years, like the whole outer space kind of in that center was filled up with the canopy so it'd be oh, okay there'd be like a walkway like an oh, l okay and it'd just be packed with people we'll get so, back there we'll get back there we're, yeah it's, wow. getting, it's getting back to a little bit of pre-covid but slowly but surely and who knows i don't i don't know you know how the homebrew community kind of goes down year to year yep. some years there's like couple mm-hmm. years it's like goes way down people are selling off equipment and all mm-hmm. of a sudden it's going back up so we uh we're back up i think right when covid started we lost a lot of members but we're back to the point now i, I think we're maybe at a uh at a point where we're nearing or above like our our maximum that we've ever had uh in our club like as far as like paid members go we that's awesome. I have a lot of new people coming and well, some of it's like recruitment, um, meeting people at events like uh, your big brew day or down in Kalamazoo. Uh, this last year, we uh, Bell's put on a um, um, like a homebrew convention kind of thing uh, when they announced the results of the Bell's homebrew competition. Uh, we had a lot of 
um, vendors come in and our clubs and stuff like that. And we met some new members that way. And that's a target rich environment right there for you guys, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like shit. Yeah. <laughs> How I'm, many I'm, members do you guys have for keepers? I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to look while I talk. Um, we're not huge, but it, it's in the 20 to 30. I'm telling you what, Brian, you guys are um, one of the up and coming fast rising clubs in Michigan. In my opinion, you really are. Appreciate that. We we try to be, <laughs> we try to be a, a very welcoming. That's like our thing. Like so, um, yep. there's nothing more intimidating than walking into a group of strangers, um, and, and and just being like, you know, hi, I'm into this hobby too, but I don't know any of you. Um, right. Whenever I I meet somebody new or uh, you know sort of recruit somebody, I'll, I'll find them on Facebook or something like that. I'll, I'm like you know, reach out to me personally. Um, you know, I will, you know, make sure that I keep an eye out for you when you show up to this next meeting, I will come hang out with you for a bit until the meeting starts. Uh, we will introduce you when the meeting gets going. Um, if you have beer, bring beer, nothing makes friends faster than alcohol. Yep. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, like, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, I always say, um, our homebrew club is not just about homebrewing; it's about relationships. Yeah, half really my is. friends. Any organization is about real. If you've got a great relationship with the people that is are in your organization, uh, you're going to be successful. We have. Uh, I'm looking at our member roster right now. We have 33 paid members. So wow, nice. That's about yeah. yeah. We're we're about right there too. Low 30s. We've been as high as 42. You know, back in the 18, 19, 17, 18, 19, 20. You know. And then, you know, our, our problem is um, guys are retiring and moving, you know, out of state. Mm -hmm. so, There's um, a lot of, I don't want to say a lot of clubs, but we've heard of uh, of issues with a few clubs out there that are uh, slowly kind of dwindling off or dissolving, just not because of lack of interest, but just because like people are, are moving away and yeah, um, it's just not, you know, yeah. and some clubs are made up of, you know, older members that you know maybe started a club 15 years ago and and there really hasn't been like a big recruitment push and it was just a group of friends that you know are slowly kind of drifting and stuff like that and we're trying yeah, to I, I, I don't know if we want to be like too big but we definitely want to we just want to be inclusive we want to make people you know feel like they have a place in the community want to help them brew better beer we want to yep you know, Where do you guys meet again, Brian? I forget. We're we're sort of uh, uh, vagabonds right now. We're um, uh, we're based out of One Well originally, and we do still meet there sometimes. Um, we probably will a little bit more now that it's summer and uh, it's nice to meet outside there. Yeah. Um, but Is we'll that meet Kalamazoo? at Kalamazoo. Uh, yep. Okay. Um, slash Kalamazoo slash Portage. Sometimes we'll meet at a. Uh, presidential brewing in kalamazoo or a final gravity or a member's house um Got it. yeah so just a little bit all over uh club is out here too the kalamazoo libation of brewers and uh we have a lot of crossover with that club um but don't they, they do show up at the homer festival don't they that sounds familiar we, we're starting to get them out a little bit more uh some of some of the members yeah um that was the original homebrew club that Larry Bell helped found. So they used to meet at Bell's for the longest time. What club was that again, Brian? The Kalamazoo Libation of Brewers or CLOB. K -O -B. Oh, yeah, okay, got it. 
Yeah. Um, a bunch of great guys uh, and gals. But um, Matt, are you out of Kalamazoo too or no? No, I'm actually uh, just like about an hour north of Detroit. Um, so I actually, I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Cap and Cork, but it's a... Yeah, yeah. Andy and... Yep. Yeah. Andy. Yep. So I'm, a, I, I shop there probably like every two to three weeks. <laughs> so I'm, I'm very familiar with those guys and Got it, they, yeah. actually, they actually have a club. I didn't know this until like last time I was going, going shopping there and I just overheard someone talking about it, but I, it's a very, very, very young club. Like it's so young where I actually asked one of the employees like, Hey, when you guys meet? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know when we meet. So he ended up calling me. <laughs> he called me and he says, Oh yeah. Okay. So we meet this Friday at five. I'm like, cool. So I go up there at five and they're like, Oh, why are you here? It's like, Oh, the club. And he's like, it doesn't start till seven. And it's like, well, that guy told me it was five. So I just sat and drank for like four hours and hung out. But, <laughs> nice. But I think their club is like two or three members. For me, like I'm trying to find a club that's like close. So I think Snobs is pretty close. Mm -hmm. uh, I might give the uh, Cap and Cork one more try. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably gonna look for something a little bit more organized. What's the name of the club out, out of Cap and Cork? Uh, I think it's just Cap and Cork. You know, no, okay. Club. I don't think yeah. it's, it's, it's really small. It's, I think when like the club meeting was like three guys just like drinking beer. So um, it, it was real is, simple. Do you know, is Rusty still there at Captain Cork or no? I yeah. couldn't tell you. Yeah. He's okay. still there. He's still there. Is he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good guys. And Andy and Rusty mm -hmm. are good guys. Mm -hmm. I love their shop. I mean, it's so convenient. I get all my, I get all my stuff from them every single brew day. Yeah. I, yeah. Tell them to please stay open, man. Their brick and mortars are getting hard to find over in Southeast Michigan. Well, that's the oh, thing is yeah. I try to, I try to support them as much as possible. That's yes. why I like to shop there as much as I can. Yep. Cause I, I think that's so important to absolutely the hobby is to have yep. brick and mortar stores. We snobs used, you mentioned snobs used to meet. That was uh, Hopman's was their home base up in Waterford there. And mm -hmm. he closed several years ago. And so now it's, it's, mm -hmm. um, we support the hell out of, um, like I said before, Cadillac Straits, um, Gary's KGB, Gary and Gertie are out of KGB homebrew club. So mm -hmm. go there, get your supplies and then drink their beer too. So it's a win-win. Yeah. I used to shop there actually. I used to work down like 14 mile. Um, so I used to go there a lot for homebrew supply stuff, but ever since I've been working from home and I changed jobs. So now cap and cork is my main go-to. Yep. So awesome. Is Captain Cork like a, a mini kind of chain? Are there no. many Captain Corks? No, okay. It sounds I don't know like why it. it sounds familiar. It does sound like No, he's, he's, how, how long? he's been for open for a long time, hasn't he? 90s maybe? or Yeah, yeah. so. His uncle or his, his, I think his uncle started that whole thing out of the hardware shop. The Ace like Hardware. On the hall. Hall. Yeah. No way. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Yep. So the they started at the Ace Hardware on Hall Road a long time ago. Um, the new guy who owns it, he actually bought it from the previous owner, uh, but the previous owner still worked there. They said like two or three days a week, but I think he's like 70 now. So I don't think he's working that at all, but yeah. um, the, the people who own it now didn't start it, but they're just kind of building on it and they got a tap room now and their brew is pretty good, but <laughs> I was actually blown away for how small that place is. I kind of figured there'd be like two or three guys drinking that night. They had like 14 people at their bar drinking so i think they're brewing their own beer yeah they are nice it's a, i i got all the specs because i was asking them about their system they're, they brew 15 gallons uh batches 
And I figured, like, what are you guys brewing, like six days a week? And he's like, no, yeah. we're only brewing twice a week. <laughs> so they're they're doing about, you know, almost a barrel a week in beer. Okay. Um, so it's pretty small production, but they were selling a lot of beer, though, when I went there. So I was, I was kind of blown away. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Shana says there's a cork and cap in Jackson. That's what I'm thinking oh, of. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that's, one of that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Can't keep shit straight. Yeah. It's like yeah. cap and cork, cork and cap. What? That's funny. Cap and cork. Shit. So, uh, guys, got so any? Jason, what's up? So Jason decided he is not. I, I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Uh, well, things. let me tell you. Saturday, he he was saying like. Uh, I was thinking about canceling tonight's show. I'm like, why don't you? He's like, oh, we already we already have it scheduled, so hope I'm not talking out of school. He's he, yeah, he's he's probably uh, he probably doesn't actually have a call. He's just taking a nap right now or something. He, he mentioned something about sleeping in his own bed. I don't know what that meant, but uh, yeah, no, that's road fine. weary. If if that's what needs to happen, that's what needs to happen. I, yeah, I'm, never, I'm not, I'm not going to deny anybody there. Oh hell no! <laughs> hell no! <laughs> so, what's your guys' theme for MHF? Uh, I don't know if we can disclose it. I, I don't know if I don't know if it's <laughs> nice, supposed to be. A nice try, Joe. Well, oh, I'll, I'll let Shayna uh, chime in. Hey, Brian, have a couple more beers, and then we'll ask you that question again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, we're we're we have a little mini committee going on right now, and we had a, a bunch of ideas going. Not a bunch of ideas. We have a a, a committed. Uh, theme um, and it's going to be I think very unique and different than, than what's happened before at least since keepers have joined but um, we'll we'll see how it turns out yeah yep. you guys gonna be with Livingston again <laughs> she said no no you may not disclose so I uh, <laughs> I'm not at liberty to say Ooh. at this point yeah, there you go um, I I think that we are going to be separate from Livingston this year, still next to each other. We're going right. to have our own taps, not nearly as many taps as we had last year. Right. Um, which is, might be for the best. We, we had just, we had too many beers. That's last a year. lot. I think, yeah. Uh, we're, we want to make sure that, so last year we had an issue with people um, giving us beers that just didn't get enough time on tap. And, um, uh, this year we're sort of going to and and for any members listening i hope this doesn't come as a surprise but we're we're going to uh sort of give priority to the members that are coming out to the beer festival first because if you're going to be there uh, we want to serve your beer um we want, to, mm -hmm. we want to have you know people proud of your beer and stuff like that um and then uh you know the people that are going to be there longest will have their beers on first uh, people that are only going to be there a few days will have their beers on like later uh, when they're actually going to be there. And then uh, people that are not committed at all will get the least priority. We still want to have them on tap. Don't get me wrong, but we just want to make sure that like, it, I mean, how fun is it? Like when you guys are out there and like maybe behind the bar or like near your bar and, you know, somebody is like talking to their friend and they're like, you know, dang, this is like one of the best bitters I've had. And, you know, like, like all year or something like that you know mm -hmm. and, and it's like yeah that's mine you don't you don't go up to him and say it but in the back of your head you're like yeah. it's not jason's beer and it's yours oh, yeah <laughs> it's never jason's beer i'll say that because it's, it's not bad, right now, if it's bad he's like oh this is jason's beer yeah. he's right there point to it 
uh, Matt. I think Brandon did that from your club yeah. on an episode after MHF last year, and he was talking about my check. Didn't my we? What did you? He was talking about the my check pale on your show afterwards. Oh, you guys are going around talking about your favorite beer. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it gives you a big. Uh, it's a big kind of boost and. It is. Doing, so. um, Brian, are you guys going to do a show as it gets closer about all about the homebrew Michigan Homebrew Festival or yeah, what it is I, and all that? I think we did one last year, and I think we'll do one again this year. Okay. Um, it, it probably needs to be done. I mean, we have pretty often, you know, new people joining the the channel or subscribing right. to the podcast, and I just want to make sure that we're not forcing people to listen to old content to figure out, like, you know, what is yep. going on and stuff like that and the the michigan homebrew community and stuff like that so yep. and you know maybe a recap episode afterwards i don't know depends on you know. but i mean just like in july say like, hey guys um michigan homebrew festival third weekend in august um you haven't not been out there you need if you're a homebrewer get out there so wherever you're from if you like to camp and you homebrew come on out it's 40 dollars for like four days wednesday to saturday Sunday, whatever. So unless you're Matt, then you got a kind of a free pass this year. <laughs> there you go. I got lucky. I got lucky. Does, does that include the camping cost too? <laughs> Do we not even know? <laughs> Good question. I wasn't yeah. planning on camping, so I'm just oh, saying. No. <laughs> well, that's perfect for you then. Yeah. Yeah. The forty bucks is just for the you know the pass to get in. I don't. I don't know about camping. Don't right. know. No. But no. it's good all weekend. So if you, uh, it's not like you have to repay that. You know, coming in the right, next day right. or anything like that. If you show up. Um, <laughs> July 9th for Big Brew Review and uh, win second or third. Please get a two free pass to the Michigan Millbury Festival. So, oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, hopefully it's not too hot because I know I only went one day last year. I was with my first time going and it was freaking hot and humid. I was dying uh, and, and the alcohol with humidity doesn't mix well. So I was, I was pretty burnt out by the end of it at end of the oh, day. Yeah. So. That's why you camp yep. there. Then you can just yeah, go back to your tent. I, I definitely needed a nap at the end of that. I was way too tired. Um, yeah, you either get like torrential downpour and then a sauna. <laughs> Usually it's Saturday, Saturday afternoon, whatever. So yes, yeah. unfortunately, but we're going to, here's a hint on our theme. We're going to have um, some relief from the heat this year. Uh, okay. Mm. So you're going to dig out a giant trench. and it's We're going to have a mud party. slide thing with, you know, get the hose out and just like have a mud slide. All right, guys. There you go. What okay. tribe, what, what um, homebrew club president can slide the furthest in, in this mud trench? Okay. I'll pass. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think if, if there's a hint that uh that we can no have. Point. We'll, we'll 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 some of our some of our staff, some of our members will be wearing a, a very particular type of vest. Maybe I guess how about that? Mm. Very what was that? A particular type of vest. Oh, okay. Okay. I feel like that's not disclosing two types uh, no, or no, too much, in, too much all, information. But... So <laughs> it's reassuring because we think we're doing something kind of original too. So yeah, Sam says, uh, "Slide the furthest without spilling their beer." Asterisk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that it's part of it. There you go. Set up a bar and have the the slide the glass the furthest without spilling it. Like it, Sam. 
Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> that's a great game. Matt, I don't know if you knew this about the uh, the uh, Michigan Homebrew Festival too, but um, when you're when you're buying your ticket, uh, you're actually joining the largest homebrew club uh, in in the U.S. I think. Uh, I do remember that. I do yeah, remember that because yeah. I, I was asking because I, I was asking like, oh, so what? Like, what does this include? Uh, and they're like, oh yeah, the glass entry. And then they said you're you're technically in the in the club now. And I'm like, oh. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> that's that, that's the, the the legality. The entire weekend is a homebrew club meeting. So ah, three ounce okay. pours because that's the the, the state law. Okay. And, Illegal, uh, yeah. Yep. And unless yeah, it's meat or wine, and then I think it's two. Sure. Two ounces uh, for spirits, I think. Spirits, okay. Yeah. Mm. But uh yep. Yeah, we have that for um for a big brood it. It's a liability thing. It is, yeah, totally. <laughs> It's through uh, West Insurance out of uh, Illinois. Most homebrew clubs have that. I don't know if you guys do, Brian, Keeper, or... Uh, we have uh, insurance through the AHA. Yeah, through AHA, it's through... Yeah. Yep. Is that who it is? You yeah, pay okay. about five bucks a uh, person, a member, per year. So, and it covers, you know, every event that you have for... Um, it's kind of an umbrella policy, sort of, soda, mm-hmm. so to speak, so... But it is through AHA, but it's West Insurance out of Illinois. So if I didn't, you're I didn't know that. Okay. listening or watching of your homebrew club, um, contact AHA for liability insurance. Um, if you're small, it's only about about five bucks per person per year. It's well worth it. Get it. Uh, it covers, covers you for um, oops. And I think if 75% of your members are AHA members, they reimburse you for the entire yes. cost. Yep. Of the yep. insurance so but contact aha it's well worth it um because you know shit happens sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent. so there's another free tip for you guys i didn't even think about that with the insurance and the legality with all of this stuff because you are serving alcohol and and people can get hurt and so yep. i didn't even think about all of that stuff so that's interesting it, it's part of the reason i think why um your your homebrew club is required to be registered as a business first i think is that is that correct don or uh we're there we're not listed as a nonprofit because nonprofit was it the 501c3 as a nonprofit i believe yeah mm-hmm. yep but i think because you have, you have to, to file taxes tax there's a whole bunch of paperwork you have to file to do that we're not but we are in um we have to file with the state and i don't remember our treasurer handles all that so i don't know ours too yeah yeah patrick if you're listening we appreciate you but i think it's only like 20 bucks a year you have to file something forget what it is to be honest with you brian um but a 501c3 is a whole you need an accountant in your group to to do that and you have to file taxes and it's just a pain it's a pain in the ass so we don't do it and it's about four or five hundred bucks to file it every Mm -hmm. year so Mm -hmm. Oh, every mm-hmm. year? Holy smokes. Or quarter? We looked into it several years and we're like, no, uh-uh. The expense and, the, and just the pain in the ass of, ta- oh, God, I got to file taxes for the club. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So, no. <laughs> but the insurance is, it's a, it, I would recommend it 100%. If you got two members or 200 members, get it. Yeah, I can't imagine having that many members and not having it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. We didn't have it for a long time. 
And just because we were covered under um, Mills' umbrella, and then when Two Roots brought Mills, if I'm talking out of school, Mills, Two Roots bought Mills, they required us to have it. So that's why mm -hmm. we got it. Well, how do we get we'll, insurance from homebrew anyway? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think we we got onto got onto Michigan Homebrew Festival and then homebrew clubs and then hey. clubs and, and yada yada. Oh, my God. Any uh, anything else you guys want to say about Big Brew Day besides uh, come drink with us in July and, and come actually brew with us next year? Just uh, not a whole lot. Just um, <laughs> thanks for you guys. Not come drink with us. Um, come on out, and enjoy, sample some uh, home brews uh, July 9th, and uh, look for the email blast. And um, if they're not part of the email list, uh, how do we get on the email list for the? Um, there is a there's a contact on bigbrewday.com. Just so good, go to bigbrewday.com, and there's a contact for the brewmaster. Um, that person will get a hold of you. Say, hey, I'm not a part of it. Uh, add me to your uh, blast. So bigbrewday.com. That's our. That's the website for that event. Sweet. And. Uh, and it was a blast. So. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> well, yeah. Ryan, I have one last question. Um, are you, yeah. you guys coming back out next year? I'm putting oh, you yeah. on the spot. Oh yeah. Yeah, if, okay. I mean, if you're going to give us, you know, one of those primo spots, then, then how <laughs> how can we say no, right? <laughs> you let us know where you, you uh, hopefully you guys sculpt it out around there. And uh, wherever you guys want to be, we'll put you, we'll put you right up where the lunch crew is or was. We'll put you, if you want to set oh, up yeah, your podcast, right up there. Sure. Next year, because next year we're going to have a lot more um, people and free time to actually, you know, help you guys and all that stuff, so. Absolutely, we'd love you guys to come out and podcast live from there. If, even if you don't want to cool. just show up and uh, podcast from there, hey, we're here, yada yada. So that'd be so fun. Yeah, we will absolutely do yep. that. Well, yep, we'll, absolutely. We appreciate yep. you guys coming out. I mean, that was I know it was a long ass drive from Kalamazoo, and it's worth it. And we appreciate you having us, and appreciate you coming on today to to help like recap us. You know, did you get bit. Joe and Becca's um, contact information? I don't think we got their information. Um, we did tell them uh, about the club, and the, I think they're both on Facebook, and they were going to uh, join the okay. uh, the Facebook page. So I got to go and scope that out. But yeah. um, it sounded like they were interested. So yep. yeah, yeah, they're great. We're, like we're, said, we're they, they were over in. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I said we're always recruiting new members. So oh yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, I saw you guys. You're over there. Yeah, come over here. Kalamazoo. Mm -hmm. what? <laughs> like that's like you know no. you're from kalamazoo how do we not know you yeah join our club our it's friend. a great story for those people and they were they were probably 22 23 years old and they came up with a brew pot and a burner five six seven years ago hey we want to learn about grain up oh, to the big so brew cool. at, at the mills that's so cool like i said i you guys heard the story and uh, we put it with some of our guys and uh last year they they entered their beers in the big brew review and now uh, one second or second or third place in the brewer's choice wow that's so good do you remember what beer it was oh you're killing me man no it's fine don't worry about it. no it's okay you're killing me uh what's about it? shit it was a hazel nut amber buck <laughs> 
Are you, is he, are you looking down? Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking, oh, brother. Okay. I'm looking. <laughs> I was like, you don't have to, but yeah, I'd, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be interested to know. Uh, I'm always shit, I don't, like that. You know, I need to do more pro uh, show prep, Brian. Sorry, man. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't remember, but uh, it's okay. You know what? Next time I see, you, I'll get that fucking answer for you. We're, perfect. No. We're, we're we are the least prepped uh, show slash podcast probably on the internet. What so. makes it so good? You know, I was reading. Your, I was reading. Sometimes the volume's bad. Sometimes the lighting's bad. Yeah, sometimes yeah, this. Yeah. It's like, it's like. Sometimes you drink too much. Sometimes this, and it's like it's kind of like we are a normal life. So that's why you guys are successful. That's kind of what we go for. Yeah. <laughs> keep it, keep it real. Well, uh, I'm going to close out. But thanks, Brian and uh, yeah, Jason yeah. and uh, Matt for coming out uh, last Saturday. I know it was a long ass drive, probably home. Not so so much for we Matt. stopped at homes. We no, stopped okay. at homes on the way home, so it was okay. Yeah, we 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 made, we made it worth the drive back. So uh, I'm glad you guys yeah. enjoyed yourself, and uh, we'll hopefully see you in July. Otherwise, we'll see you at the MHF. Man, we're looking forward to this year. It'll be it'll be awesome again as usual. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, if anybody's listening and uh, does not know about NHF or wants more information uh, besides the MHF uh, Facebook page and uh, webpage feel free to reach out to Michigan Brews or me or whatever, and I will gladly give you uh, all of the information you require because I want everybody to be out there. Uh, it's just so yeah. much fun. So, uh, yeah, so. Be sure, If you're coming out, be out there for Friday night when they have the, the Feast of Friday. Every homebrew yes. club sets out the spread from um, heaven food-wise. Hmm. And you oh, walk God. around, you're eating this and that. It's Friday night is worth the $40 entry fee for the whole weekend, in my opinion. Bring, bring a tent, Matt. One night. One night, man. Yeah. Friday night. Do it. Yes. We'll see. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Matt, Joe, Don, uh, we'll see you guys. Thank you again. Uh, for All right. Thanks, Brian. Time. Matt, cheers, cheers, cheers everybody. Cheers. Have a good night, guys. See ya.